This is the Sell My Business in 10 Weeks.com podcast with Trevor Monaghan and Clive Jones. In this series, we will make fun of each other and share some of our self proclaimed wisdom about understanding what your business is worth now, how to make it worth more, and how to get it ready for sale. Welcome back to the Sell My Business in 10 Weeks.com podcast. I'm Trevor Monaghan, Chartered Accountant. And I'm Clive Jones, Business and Executive Coach. And uh, okay, so people that haven't listened to this podcast before, we're two idiots that, you know, supposedly are pretty, you know... You speak for yourself. Okay. We're, we're one idiot that, and, and Trevor, that uh, <laughs> we spend a bit of time working with businesses getting ready for sale through our occupations. I'm a business valuer predominantly, dealing with people buying, selling businesses, suing each other all the time and that kind of stuff. And, and sort of Clive, how do you fit in again? Look, yeah, I, I'm not sure what I do, Trevor. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah, uh, he's talking himself up there. He's not, he's not that good. <laughs> um, but, you know, Clive's, Clive's a business coach and an executive coach that basically deals with businesses at the ground roots level to get these things in place ready for sale. And what we've done is basically through our joint frustrations come together, created this podcast, um, mainly because we have, we're having these conversations with people all day long and sick of, the, sick of having them one-on-one. Hence the podcast. And I like to systemize things. So here we are. We've systemized how to sell your business in 10 weeks. <laughs> oh, amazing. He's actually proved he's worth something. <laughs> so um, we're talking about our information memorandum document, which to go back a step, when you sell your business, you've got to give people information about your business. Uh, typically, business brokers, if you go that way, will provide a very basic, maybe five-page report about the business, which will basically say how much revenue you've got, maybe if you're lucky, you know, how much equipment you've got, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then a bit about the broker. And it doesn't seem to do enough actual you know, selling. It doesn't tell, doesn't paint people a picture and give them context about where the business has come from. Every business is different. A, a restaurant turning over $500,000 tells me nothing. That's right. About nothing, yeah. nothing I need to know about whether I'm buying this business or not. So the, so the information memorandum is, is, is the document that you need to prepare to make sure that all of the story about your business is there, all the emotional stuff, the things that things that are uh, going to make people actually want to buy the business, as well as all the nuts and bolts, the black and white detail that um, everybody likes to see to um, and and to show to their um, their backers and their accountants and all those people that want to see all the numbers, um, all in one document, ready for uh, anybody to see. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's all going to be the truth, but it's the truth put in a way that's going to make the buyer understand, understand the real value. And, you know, it's not about trying to um, bamboozle somebody into buying the business. You know, they're going to find, if you've made any lies, they're going to find those out later. They're going to unsell the business. Um, or there's going to be some kind of penalty if you've told lies during the, during the process of selling. So it's best to get these things out, be proactive about them. If there's risk, tell them about the risks and uh, tell them what you've done about it. So, you know, we've, we've talked, you know, in other sections already about the overview of the business, background and structure of the business, target markets. In this particular podcast, we're going to talk about the products and services, or as we call them, the solutions. Uh, you know, again, we see every, every topic we do here, we, I seem to be saying that, you know, I very rarely see this kind of information in an information memorandum or business profile that I would get from a business broker, you know, when I'm acting on behalf of a buyer. Um, they just, just sort of assume that if it's a plumbing business or an engineering business or a business coaching business or an accounting firm, they assume I know exactly what, what the business does. Now, 
Um, every accounting firm does things differently. Mm-hmm. Different combination of services, different combination of clients, different combination of skills. And it's pretty much the same for every business category you can think of. So to say, you know, to, to make the assumption that people are going to know what your business is about just by telling them the industry you're in. It's, it's a funny thing, Trevor. I mean, you, you bring that point up. When I talk to uh, many clients, most clients, in fact, so what what do all of your clients know about your full product range? And so often the clients, their clients, or as we're talking to you, potentially your clients, probably only know about one or two different things that you provide that you've actually had that connection with, but they don't know the rest of your arsenal that uh, you could be helping them out with. And so if, if your own customers don't know what you do, what chance does the potential buyer have when they're just looking at a basic information memorandum or exactly. a listing on a website, mm. on a business for sale website? So the whole idea here is that you don't want people to make any assumptions um, about your business. So if the truth is good, at some level, if the, the stuff that's actually true about your business is good, you need to make sure that you're making that stuff very obvious to the buyer and not relying on them to find that out through the negotiation process because if this information memorandum doesn't look decent from the get-go, they're going to read the first couple of pages and they're going to put it in the bin and they're going to go look at buying another business. You, you won't have the opportunity. You need to use this document as a way of basically confirming that, you, yes, they have made a good decision in pursuing your business and then every page they go through it confirms that more and more to the point where by the end of it they offer something or begin negotiating. Mm-hmm. So, you know... I'd just like to remind the listeners, uh, Trevor, that you know, by actually going through the effort of producing this document, you're um, actually creating a substantial document that proves the value of your business. This is not, you know, you're not just sort of selling um, your, your regular widget that you might you know, sell for $1,000 or whatever. This is one of the biggest sales you probably ever make. Yeah, so you know, you would put effort into creating brochures and all that kind of stuff, and building websites for your widgets. Um, you know, put a bit of effort into this because our experience is nobody else is going to do that for you. Okay, you might spend ten or twenty thousand dollars having a, a large consulting firm do an information memorandum. They still don't go into this much detail. Only you know these kind of things about the business. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, a typical document might say, "Look, we, you know, we're a engineering business. We provide." structural engineering services um, to architects. Now, if they go if they go into that much detail at all. Um, so what you need to say in your document is, well, what does that mean? You know, what specifically do you do? And, you know, we've already talked in the previous section about, you know, who those, who that target market is. So you've probably fleshed out who these architects are, what's unique about them, any subcategories of architects possibly have marketed to those people, all that kind of stuff. Now we're actually digging down and going, well, what do you do for your money? Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess you probably need to be able to show in this document, again, looking at the two components of valuation, profitability and risk. If you want the risk assessment to be lower and therefore the valuation higher, it would probably be fair to say that there needs to be a diverse range of services. Mm-hmm. Um, can you flesh that out, Clive? Well, well you know. Oh. In, in coaching, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, the clarity around you know, how, how all of the, how the products or the services fit together and the relevance to each other because uh, 
quite often there's bright shiny objects that uh, people like to jump on that have no relevance to the business and you know, potentially cause distractions. Um, so I, I think the, the essence should be focusing on the, the meat of the business. And I think an important thing we, we've talked about previously is um, you might find that your best buyer is one of those synergistic buyers that doesn't do what you do now but does other things for people like your customers. That's where you're seeing to get the best, the best prices. Mm. So if you're showing them a list of solutions, so the example used before was something like a, a, a tax return preparation company that just does tax returns and potentially selling to somebody like a mortgage broker that, that will then do tax returns in addition to the mortgage brokering. Now, sometimes it's the solutions that aren't on the list of products and services that could actually be worth the most value to somebody. So, you know, if I knew this document was going to go to, to a mortgage broker and I knew that they were, you know, that they would get massive value, whether they knew it now or not, from the cross-selling and upselling, I'd make sure in this, this section, I would actually have a subsection I'd of... Just I'm thinking exactly the same thing. Like yeah. opportunities mm. for upselling, cross-selling and synergistic yeah. benefits mm-hmm. and then making it, you know, the thing is, we keep saying it. The whole point of this document is so that nobody has to make any assumptions. Even if they seem obvious assumptions to you, don't let... Spell them out. Spell them out. So if, if a mortgage broker is going to make more money because these tax return people actually also buy houses and refinance their houses mm. all the time, don't don't expect... I know a few mortgage brokers. They're not that smart. I'm joking. Um, some of us aren't. But don't expect that they're going to see that straight away. Um, it's been times when I've been, I've been reading through documents for a business I've been valuing and I've just come across one little comment somewhere in a, in a questionnaire someone's filled in and I've, I know it's just slapped me in the face like, why didn't I think of that? And the value's, the value's gone up or down considerably from one little sneaky statement that the person writing it probably wasn't meaning anything by it. But it just told me something and I could totally, totally change the way I looked at the business. And again, like you're saying, it's, it's aiming this document at your potential buyer. So what products or services are you not providing yeah. So if you, if you think about it, you know, whether you're selling a business or not, you should be doing this kind of stuff. You should be going through working out what is your product mix, uh, what is your services mix, where, how are you charging, are you, do you have tangible things, do you do upfront payments, do you do recurring payments, do you have services that are passive to deliver, or, 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 or your services, do they have a cost of goods sold? And what's the breakdown of them as well? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, I'd want to see, yeah, probably product categories, um, you know, line A, line B, line C, mm-hmm. different types of products you do, uh, dollar value and percentage of those revenues. You know, it really depends down, you know, think about context where if you're that particular buyer that you're considering pitching this to, what would they need to see that they, that they wouldn't already know um, to, can, you know, to persuade them that the, that the business is a good business? And again, it's not to tell them something that's not true, but to highlight the truth. So, you know, again, this, you know, probably get a lot of this information from the actual brochures and things you've actually done for your products. This is yeah. a part that should be quite easy. You should know what products you have. Okay, so... And, and also, what are, what are the uh, benefits of all, all of the different products? Because, you know, the potential buyer may not be aware of how good some of your products are and, and what their um, selling features are against the, uh, the opposition. And, and potentially competitive advantage would come in here as well. What, out of these products, is there, you know, is, you think about what, what's someone paying you for? Would they pay you more because you offer products and services that no one else can offer? 
And if that's part of the psychology behind the sale, you need to make sure that's coming out of the document mm. very clearly. So you might have some kind of um, exclusive distribution agreement for a particular brand. You might have sort of a national distribution exclusivity. You might have you know, a certain um, you know, patent or intellectual property on a, on a particular product where no one else can produce it. Mm. This is exactly the kind of stuff you that's need to put in here because that's, that's got value mm. in it because scarcity, mm. you know, profitability and scarcity going together provides a lot of value. Mm-hmm. Scarcity without making profit, not so great. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> but if you can show you're making profitability on stuff that's scarce, hence reducing the risk of competition and barriers to entry and, yep. and all that kind of stuff, and again, you know, this is different for every every information memorandum for every business and every industry. It's all this stuff's all going to be different, and we can't tell you what to put there. But we're just trying to sort of explain that these these are the concepts you need to think about whether you're selling or not. You should be thinking about these things anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we've pretty think much covered that, done we, a, Trevor. Yeah. So you know, our advice: go and get go and pick up the information memorandum. It's hundred bucks here. You know, give or take a few bucks, uh, depending on where you are in the world when you buy it. And on the next episode, we're going to talk about marketing, sales, and distribution strategies. We're actually going to show the buyer that we've already got that stuff sorted. Are we going to do that in 20 minutes? We're going to try. <laughs> Maybe. Look, I'll, I'll tell you what. Let's, as, let's, as, let's put the challenge down. As a gift to the listeners, I'll, I won't do much talking on the next episode. Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll see. If, if there's listeners out there that could make a comment about, you know, if they could time the talking on the next episode, let me know. <laughs> Our aim is for me to do less than half. Do you think is wow. achievable? Wow, well, that'll be achievable. Very good. <laughs> All right, we'll close off today uh, today's uh, session, guys, for the uh, the products and the services that you um, is part of your business, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next week. So I'm Clive Jones, and uh, this is Trevor. And oops, I've just remembered I need to re- let you know about the uh, uh, free subscription on the website. Sell my business in ten weeks. Ten with a number ten, not the um, word. And uh, if you subscribe there, you'll get a free business valuation report and uh, nine clues to systemising your business, uh, an ebook, as well as a uh, notification of podcast updates. So uh, make sure you do that, and we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Sell My Business in 10 Weeks.com podcast. And just remember the advice is only general in nature. But if you are serious about selling your business, you should check out the resources page of our website where we've got videos and templates to create an awesome pitch document for your business, which you will need if you're selling. And don't forget to subscribe on our website for advanced notification and bonus materials.